Hey guys, it's Guru Mike Panna, the Binding Warrior Podcast, and it is currently Friday, uh, which means it's time for our Finish Strong Friday episode of the week, uh, in which every Friday I try to end your work week right uh, by sharing some insights, some lessons uh, that can help carry us into the next week as well as the weekend, uh, that'll make the weekend mean much, so much more to us. So uh, in today's episode, since it's Valentine's Day, I did want to talk about something that is near and dear to my heart, and that is the topic of long-distance relationships. Uh, now, if you know me personally, or if you know me for any period of time, whether it be through you know my personal life or social media, uh, you'll know that my wife and I, for the first two years of our relationship, we were actually uh, dating long distance. Uh, so I was living in New Jersey at the time. She was living in Texas at the time. Um, and we learned a lot of lessons in those first two years about a relationship. And we also learned ways to keep that relationship strong, despite the fact that we lived uh, literally across the country from each other. Um, I've also, in that time, met a lot of people who uh, have been in long distance relationships and made them work, even people who've been living in different countries at the time of their dating experience and made it work and lead it all the way to marriage. Uh, so uh, in this episode, I want to share some uh, insights, some details about long-distance relationships and how these relationship lessons and long-distance relationships can translate to any relationship you may find yourself in. So this translates to those relationships that are proximal, meaning that your, your significant other is living in the same area as you, or maybe you're even married. Um, and these are uh, lessons that can apply to you. And even if you are single, uh, these lessons are still great to learn simply because when you enter that new relationship, that upcoming relationship that's around the corner, uh, you'll be able to approach it with a lot more clarity and hopefully some insights uh, that you can find in uh, this podcast episode. So uh, let's talk about long distance relationships. So basically, as the name suggests, a long distance relationship is simply a relationship in which both individuals in the relationship are apart. They're physically distant from one another. So this could be someone that you're in a relationship with that could be, you know, maybe in another city, another state. Um, they could be in another country even. Um, and there are certain nuances to long, long distance relationships that are a little unique. Um, they're a little different from, say, a proximal relationship. So if you live in the same town as somebody, um, it's going to be a little bit different um, as opposed to, um, you know, being able to see that person on a regular basis or see them um, on a constant basis, so uh, in, in person rather. So it's really important that we understand the dynamics of long-distance relationships. Uh, long-distance relationships take a great deal of communication, obviously, uh, but they also take a great deal of perspective. Now, this can apply both in a long-distance relationship as well as an in-person proximal relationship. But since we're talking about long-distance relationships, let me kind of focus on that. Um, so. If you're in a long-distance relationship, as I mentioned before, communication is key, right? So um, being that you're not in person with your significant other, you need to make sure uh, that communication is transparent and that it's articulate and that it's key. And in today's era, there's no, no shortage of methods of communication. I mean, right now you're listening to a podcast. This is one version of communication. Um, there's also Instagram, Facebook, you know, there's uh, Google Hangout. I mean, social media platforms like TikTok are now taking over. So like there's so many ways in which we could share and communicate information. But when it comes to a long-distance relationship, we want to have it with the intention of being able to, to convey love and compassion and intimacy despite the fact that we're not physically together, right? There has to be some kind of emotional connection um, in the way you communicate. So the first step to that, I would suggest, it's either you utilize frequent real-time calling, meaning that you're not texting. The reason why I say that is because even though texting is kind of convenient, a lot of things can get lost in translation when it comes to a text because when you read a text message, you know, you might be missing the emotional content or the personality behind that message, behind that communication. So, you know, real-time talking on an actual just phone conversation is key as well as, of course, you know, real-time, you know, FaceTiming, Google Hangouts, Skype. Uh, these uh, tools were instrumental in uh, the success of my wife and I, when we were dating, rather, uh, our relationship at the time when we were still dating. 
running long distance. Um, you know, utilizing those those tools helped us. You know, by able to being able to see each other, uh, you know, face to face in a in a sense. You know, being able to see each other, uh, our faces, and be able to speak, it helped us articulate our message a lot more, and it helped us feel a little bit more connected despite the distance. Okay, um, so I recommend that frequent communication, face to by FaceTime uh, through Google Hangout and means like that are essential. Okay, try to avoid texting and emails uh, if you can. Okay, uh, try try to keep it to those methods of communication. Also, um, I would say a, developing a sense of presence. Now, <clears throat> this is kind of an ambig- uh, kind of an ambiguous one for some people. When I mention this to people, they don't understand what a, you know the sense of presence means. Like, how can you be present in a person's life? if you're not physically there, right? But if you think about it, we experience this all the time, specifically with celebrities. I mean, think about it. Like, if you follow a celebrity on Instagram or Facebook or any kind of social media or even just in a movie, you, you follow them enough, you feel you kind of know them already, right? You feel like you kind of have this connection with them even though you don't, you've never even met them, right? So it's important that we understand how that works. So a great example, uh, one of my personal heroes, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I mean, a lot of guys follow him on Instagram. Um, and I know that if you follow him on Instagram, he's actually very candid in the way he he portrays himself. Um, he talks about his family life and the way he speaks into the camera. A lot of times his videos are not fancy. It's just him speaking into his smartphone. Um, and there's really nothing fancy to it. So, you know, he's just being candid. He's being open. He's being transparent. Um, and you know, he, that conveys a great deal of me- uh, a great message, even in its simplicity, even though there's no special graphics or fonts or filters, it's just him speaking. And so that sense of presence, being able to be transparent in your communication, articulate in your communication is, is fundamental when creating creating that sense of presence over a distance, right? So one of the ways that we can do this uh, through social media is either by, you know, utilizing obviously like, you know, selfie type videos, right? Speaking to your significant other. If you can't, you know, if they're busy and you're busy and you can't seem to, uh, you know, Google Hangout that day or Skype that day, you know, make a video for them. Even if it's just like a minute long video of you just talking about your day and just checking up on how they're doing, uh, you know, maybe even you filming some stuff that you may be doing, you know, if you're doing something mundane, like, you know, walking the dog or, you know, doing the dishes, something like that to make it feel like you're actually there. Those little things do go a long way. Um, another way you can feel, communicate that sense of presence, actually, it might not even be through social media. It's being able to utilize the postal service, right? So obviously gifts are a cool thing to be able to ship, uh, especially with Amazon. Now we can order gifts and get it that day or the next day. It's super, super convenient. And one thing that my wife and I did, I would actually order her meal. So I'd ask her during the day while she was at work, I'd shoot her an email or a text while she was at work and ask her, you know, what would you like to eat for dinner tonight? And I would actually order her a meal. I, I'd, I'd Google a, um, a local restaurant that, you know, served that kind of food or cuisine and I'd make sure that they delivered and then I'd have it delivered to her home. Or I'd have one of her friends that I was on good terms with ask them a favor, say, hey, could you bring this over to her? Can you bring this over to her, please? Uh, it's just a, a token of my love to her. Can you do that? And that's one way to do it. And so it creates that sense of presence, that sense of intimacy, that sense of understanding. Even despite the fact that you can't physically be there, they feel like you are there in a sense, if that makes any sense. Okay, so that sense of presence is key. And also creating a sense of trust. And this is making sure that you as an individual are able to operate with integrity. Now, uh, just to be completely honest, like it's so easy for a person, if they're not physically there, it's easy for many people uh, to be unfaithful, to you know say they're one place and really be in another place or doing something else. So it's key, if you're gonna be in a long relationship, you need to be a person of trust and integrity. You need to make sure that you have the integrity and the character to maintain honesty and faithfulness in that relationship. So one of the things that I personally did as a man, um, I remember, 
or, um, you know, I made clear that, listen, I'm only going to hang out with my guy friends. And when I hang out with my guy friends, it's going to be purely in a training context. I'm not going to any clubs or bars. I remember one specific instance when I was dating uh, my wife, which was my, still my girlfriend. I remember one of my buddies, it was his birthday, and he wanted to go to a strip club for his birthday. Now, if you know me personally, you know that's never been something I would do anyway. I've never been to a strip club. I have no interest in going to a strip club. But I remember at the time I had an even bigger reason to not go to this strip club because I told him straight up, listen, um, this girl I'm interested in, this girl I'm talking to right now, even though she's all the way over there, I, I want to be faithful. I don't want to go to the strip club. And that's just a personal rule that I made to myself and to my then girlfriend, now wife, you know, I'm not going to go to those places. Um, even though I could have easily lied about it, even though I could have easily operated out of integrity, I chose to stay in integrity. So if you're going to be in a long relationship, make sure that you're going into it for the right reasons, especially if you're aiming for marriage, which I, I personally believe you should be. That's a completely different topic for a different uh, podcast episode. But I believe it's important to operate in that sense of integrity. So, um, you know, avoid hanging out with op- members of the opposite sex, um, you know, one-on-one Especially, like I know Vice President Mike Pence came under fire for that uh, a while back. You know, he stated in an interview, I don't want to be with a woman alone, even professionally. Um, that's not my wife. And a lot of people gave him flack for that. But honestly, I loved it when he said that. I thought that was a great piece of advice as a man. I don't care what your political beliefs are. I think that that's a great, you know, personal protection <laughs> methodology for making sure that you are faithful, that you're operating in integrity, to make sure that you're holding yourself accountable. All right. And also, on that same note, make sure if if you got brothers, man, and I don't talk, I'm not talking just about your blood brothers. I mean, in your own family, but I mean, you know, f- you know, your brothers, your friends, the guys you train with, I'm talking to the guys, you know, keep them in line, keep them accountable. You know, I remember, you know, when my wife and I started dating, you know, uh, my Kuya Darvi, uh, he's, he's not my actual brother, but he's like a brother to me, right? Like he, he, he guided me through a lot of things. Um, you know, he, he guided me through a lot of tough situations in my life. You know, when I started this long distance relationship, he made it clear, hey man, you know, stay clear of, you know, single girls, don't be alone with them. Make sure that you're not looking at things on the internet that you're not supposed to, you know? And he went through all this stuff and I stuck to that and I credit that advice for getting me to this point where I am now happily married. Uh, with my wife and we have this little boy. Uh, so that's super important for the guys, especially I can only speak as a guy, make sure that you're operating in integrity. Um, and you know, if, even if you're not in a long-distance relationship, as I mentioned before, these tips can still translate to anything. I mean, the idea of communication, the idea of presence, the idea of trust and integrity. I don't care if you're a long-distance relationship or if you're in a proximal relationship, or even if you are a, a parent trying to connect better with your kids, or you know, you're a person in a professional setting trying to create a good standard and relationship, professional relationship with your boss, you know, these things matter because at the end of the day, uh, you know, we're all human and we want to make sure that we have a sense of transparent communication, sense of, you know, a presence and a sense of integrity. And now I know a lot of people listening to this may be thinking, well, you know, lost relationships, you know, do they really work? Despite all the insight I just gave, do they really work? And I can tell you, I can test as, you know, a real life example, it does work, but you need the last thing. Okay. And it's vision. And a lot of people miss the ball on this. I feel that a big part of the reason my wife and I made it the way we did was because we had a vision. We had a vision of the future. Now, guys, in my personal experience, you know, the woman is going to look to you for that vision. You're the leader in the relationship. You should be leading. I'm not saying women can't lead, but 
more often than not, the woman wants to know, where do you expect this relationship to go? Do you see this going the distance? And you have to have, as a man, the proper mindset, the proper leadership mindset to guide that relationship in that right direction. Again, operating with communication, presence, and integrity, but also you have to know where you're going. You have to have a vision. You have to have a timeline. Uh, my wife and I established, okay, after two years, one of us is going to move. Um, and I made the decision to move here to Texas, and that's why I'm here today. Um, you know, and uh, it, it's not easy to leave where you're at, to where you grow up and, you know, everyone that you know and leave them behind. But it's important to make that decision because eventually you're going to have to have a vision and you're going to have to be in the same place eventually. Um, we chose two years. That was our timeline. Um, and we stuck to it and we didn't budge. Uh, and because of that standard, because of that vision, we were able to have, uh, you know, kind of these, these uh, markers, if you will, uh, knowing where the relationship was going. And if we were steering off the path, we had a vision. Like, does this align with our vision? You know, if, if we're having an argument, if we're having an obstacle in our relationship, does this align with the vision that we have for this relationship? And so, again, you need communication. You need to have presence. You need to make sure you operate integrity. And again, you need that vision, guys. And as long as I feel that if you operate with these four tools um, and you operate with them in the right way, I believe that that longest relationship can go the distance. It can lead to marriage. But again, these are essential for making them work. And again, even if you're not in a longest relationship, I hope this in, these insights, these tips uh, help you in your relationship, whether that be in your family life, whether that be in your professional life, whatever. I really hope it does help you guys. So happy Valentine's Day. Take care. God bless and be the hero in your life. Bye.